Randy. And I'm Claire. And you're listening to Killer Vibes. And it's a true crime podcast. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about some murder. This is the fifth and part. Satan. Yes, and Satan, because he's an integral Satan. part of this. Well, actually, he's not actually important ever. Satan's never important, but he is. <laughs> he's important and important to people. Charles and Joey, and we, and so we appreciate that. That's their that that's, yeah. thing. Yeah, we respect them for existing. Mm-hmm. Moment mm-hmm. of silence for oh. Charles and Joey. Okay. I wonder what Satanist's version of moments of silence are. Is it moments of yelling? We could do that. I'm not yelling. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think people would like that. (laughs) No one is here. (laughs) This is going on the radio. There will be people who hear it. Okay. So. People have found the bodies of Charles and Joey inside their homemade mansion, which is not well circulated. And it smells real funky. It smells super funky. So, um, again, I recommend Googling the Corpsewood Manor just in general because there are some pretty cool pictures of the inside of it. I thought Um, you said we didn't have pictures of the inside. No, we don't have pictures of the inside of the pink room. Oh. Yeah, so those pictures do not exist. Um, But inside, the, you can see pictures of the inside of the mansion and see, like, the different rooms and all of the antique furniture, all that stuff. So imagine with me. Okay. You're a police officer in Chattanooga County, Georgia. Now you are that person and you walk into a Satanist (laughs) mansion and there are dead bodies of two people and two ginormous dogs. (laughs) And it smells terrible. And while you're walking through, you find two real human skulls just chilling on the desk in the library. And then you pull out one of those drawers and there's your 12,000 doses of LSD. And there's pentacles everywhere. There's a gargoyle that's spitting water at you that's pink. (laughs) There's a chicken house with chickens in it, but at the top of it is a sex chamber. <laughs> Just imagine that crime scene <laughs> for like 10 seconds. It is amazing to put yourself in the, those people's shoes because it's super entertaining. So at first, the police have no idea how to deal with this. I didn't right? sign up for this. This is not what happens. They're probably Here. honestly excited because those cops, I feel like if you get into law enforcement, it's because you like that adrenaline rush kind of thing. Sure. And they were probably hella bored. Oh, yeah. So they were probably like, yes, <laughs> an yes. interesting crime. So we also have to remember that Chattanooga is famous for its crime, but not like this. This is like a whole other level of crime. So they deal with a lot yeah. of drugs. They deal with a lot of sexual abuse stuff a lot of rape cases, but this is beyond. And what they find out back is even weirder. There's a pool. So there's like, it's not really a pool. It's like a lake, but it's like drained down to the bottom. And there's like bottles down there. It's just kind of gross. looks like a lot of people party. And there's sites that look like bodies are buried out there. Like, there's not real bodies in there, but like... It's just for decor. It's just for decor and probably for ritualistic reasons. I hope that someone fainted. I know. I hope that someone like really dramatic style 
Satan, and then fainted. <laughs> so it's just a lot to take in. And the two people that are dead in this house have been shot in the face. So it's not a pretty oh sight. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I quit. I quit. We're talking, We're about, talking about Satan. Satan. Oh, God, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be a woman. Okay, that was our boss. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is Julia. Hi. Um, I didn't mean to scare you. I just had some business to take care of in this room. And uh, it's dark out there. And for, for the listeners, um, there is like a red light for our recording light. And it's really dark. So I guess my, my face was illuminated in red as they're talking about Satan. And I uh, so it was scared a, some a people. So a scary moment. I had a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, so we all had heart attacks together, and it was I a mean, brief I was moment. Good. Oh, right. Julia was fine. <laughs> Julia was fine. Randy and I are still recovering, but we just wanted to let you know I'm, what like, that was. I'm, sweaty now. <laughs> I mean, I'm always sweaty, so I guess. There you go. Okay, cool. cool. Thanks, well, Julia. <laughs> I'm glad for that I could make a cameo on, on, on a... Yes. Killer, killer vibes. vibes. I almost said serial killers. I almost said <laughs> the other day I was trying to describe you guys, and I was like, yeah, I have to meet with... Not serial. not serial killers. Um, <laughs> we are not serial killers. That would no. have sounded so weird out of context. <laughs> I, I know. Yes, exactly. Okay, well, have fun. I'm going to go back to my Friday night. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Okay. That was Julia, our station manager. Yep, yep. And you heard that correctly. We are podcasting on a, a Friday, Friday night. night. Yep. We have nothing better to do, honestly. It's this no, or but finish like, the Bundy tapes. <laughs> Those are the two things we do. <laughs> Watch true crime or talk about yeah. true crime. <laughs> so. so that's really tells you how fun we are. Woohoo. Woo! Okay, back to Satan. It's fine. Okay. We have each other. We don't need anyone yeah, else. Right? And no, we don't have Satan because Satan's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we have Satan, but we don't like oh, him. Okay. I don't you even didn't want to say him. that, so your negation of what you said did not make sense. Right. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Just for context, I was gonna say <laughs> We have Satan, but I, I don't want Satan. I'm so giggly now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. When you start giggling, you so can't terrifying. stop, and like nothing funny is happening. Absolutely. <laughs> also, my heart kind of hurts. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so bad. I did not get the full red face, <sighs> Julia. So I was left out of feeling the heart palpitations. But I was happy to be there. I got to see your terrified face, which made me super terrified. So. It's fine, everyone. We're fine. Everything's fine. Back to Satanism. So the police are like, what do we even do with this crime scene? It's insane. There's like a lot of gross What's stuff. happening? Yeah. Like, I wonder how they happened? interpreted the pink room. I know. I would like to know what they thought upon entering that room. Oh, yes. I absolutely would like also, to see Also, they had to climb a ladder. Yes. Into the oh chicken house. God. So they don't know what's coming up from the top. <laughs> I know. I have in the barn at my house, there's a ladder that goes up to the hay loft. Yeah. yeah hay loft. Forgot what it was called for a second. And it's so scary. Every time you have to go, well, you don't have to go up there, but right. if you want to. But there could because be, you're like, like, something could be right up there. <laughs> yeah, no. Terrifying experience. Personally, would not enjoy that. Plus, this manor house is big and twisty and has, like, dark corridors. So they can't even really tell how many people or bodies they're trying to look for or if the perpetrator is still mm. in the house. Does it have a curly staircase? I don't think so. I think it's only, like, I think... 
No, I can't say that for certain that it's only one floor, but um, I don't think it has a curvy staircase. I don't know if curvy staircases, were they a thing in Renaissance time? Someone let us know. Anyway, so the case obviously got a big break with Teresa coming forward and giving her testimony. So she escaped a day after the crime scene had been like found um, on the 16th, and her family helped her come forward with everything. And she sat down and told the entire story, which is why we have all of this information readily available, because Teresa told us everything. Um, So clearly she wasn't as high as everyone else. But Charles was super buzzed. I can tell you that because he laughed when they pointed a gun at his face. (laughs) Bang, bang. (laughs) Bang, bang. Funny. Don't ever laugh at when somebody <laughs> does that to you. Or maybe do, so you can throw him off. I know, it worked. You gotta throw him off his rhythm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch John Mulaney? Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> safe. what is it? Safe. <laughs> um, uh, no, John, tell us what your bit is. Yes, what is it? <laughs> but he's uh, like, danger. Danger. Uh, what is it? Safe. I don't know, you gotta. He's all about something. throwing bad guys off their rhythm. <laughs> I did not make that, that up. <laughs> no, That's no, no. So uh, funny. What is that? Cool Detective Kid or something. something like that is the name oh, of it. Oh, Kid Gorgeous. Kid Gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, so if anybody has Netflix, highly recommend Kid Gorgeous by John Mulaney. Definitely helps if you need to watch something funny after listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> what is he saying? Safe something. What is it? Oh, Street Smart. Street Smart! Yes! <laughs> street Smart! <laughs> street Smart! It's all about throwing bad guys off their rhythm. What does he say? Like, kick them in the shin or something like that? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Get a money clip. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, basically what we're saying, if somebody points a gun at you, laugh and say, bang, bang. (laughs) That's not what we're advocating for. Absolutely not. But, I mean, maybe try it if you feel like it. Like, it's your situation that you're in. Read the room. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, clearly... West and Brock are not really the smartest men in the room. I would say that with uh, quite a significant amount of confidence. Um, (laughs) They had, you know, killed a a lieutenant and chained his body or well, they had chained him up and then killed him. And they are now in Texas at a topless bar and they get into a fight and Brock leaves and goes back to Georgia they get into a huge fight. West is basically like, get out of here. I'd be terrified of West, first of all, because he's he's the one who's been going back and like oh hmm. all the overkill stuff. That was all his idea. He's the one who went back and and shot the two dogs. It was just he's just not a cool person that I would want to hang out with. Um, and plus, he's already murdered two people before all of this happened. If you remember, he shot his yeah. two-year-old nephew and his brother-in-law. So that's a lot. But Brock goes back to Georgia and he calls his mom. His mom picks him up and he confesses to everything. Got to tell your mom yep. everything. You got to do it. She will find out. She will find out anyway. But... He, since he's confessing, he basically kind of incriminates West and is like, Tony West did all of this. Like, it was all his idea. He manipulated me, et cetera, et cetera, which is kind of true to an extent. But they were both involved in this. And Brock killed Joey. And that will ultimately be his downfall. 
um, when the whole trial process was happening um, because he can't really prove that he didn't do that intentionally. Like I said before, one of his first excuses was, oh, well, Joey had a gun in the kitchen, which he obviously didn't. And then later he would say in an appeal, well, I didn't actually shoot Joey. I shot past him and the bullet ricocheted off and hit his skull four times. So um, I was just shooting at the wall behind him. <laughs> yeah. What it was is like, that? I don't even, I don't oh even know. Oh my God, I have to tell you something. Oh my God, tell That me. just reminded me. Yes. So in one of, not the small town that I'm currently from, but the one before that, um, there's literally nothing to do. And the cops were literally trying to shoot a snake out of a birdhouse and they shot a child and killed him. What? It was my brother's teacher's son. Yeah. No, that's not not, real. That's real? That's real. Noble, Oklahoma, look it up. That's so messed up. shoots a freaking child because he was like, "Mm, I'm going to shoot this snake out of a birdhouse. Oh my God, how stupid do you have to be? (sighs) Not everyone should own a gun. That's... Or have control of a gun. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So, so there you go. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's really horrible. Not that Sorry, this that wasn't was a downer. already horrible. <laughs> that was a downer from the dead Satanists. This is just fun to talk about. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, like, genuinely, this is a horrible situation. It's the story of a robbery gone wrong. Lovely Satanists. So- Lovely Satanists. Two of the nicest Satanists. You'll ever meet. You'll ever meet. I never met them. Great guys. Don't know any other Satanists, so I'm going to say they're the only Satanists I know. <laughs> Therefore, the best. The best. I have nothing <laughs> else to compare. So basically, yeah. Um, So goes back home, all this stuff. And if there wasn't enough premonition happening in this. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. I know. This I is keep crazy. forgetting about things. I know. <laughs> so as if West knew that Brock had gone home after their big fight and told the whole story to the police, he abandoned his he abandoned sorry his plan to go to Mexico and actually went back to Georgia. He ran out of gas at the border, had no money. So he stopped at a restaurant. And this is like, I don't know the exact date of when he was at this restaurant, but it was the day that they identified Phelps's body as Kirby Phelps. And that same day, here walks West up in this weird restaurant parking lot. And who's there but a Chattanooga police officer named Gene Hawes, who had just found out that Kirby's body had been identified and West walks up wearing Kirby's clothing that he had taken from the body and he just walks up and says, arrest me. Yeah, that's what he does. Isn't that insane? Whoa. And Gene is like, for what? Wait, is this <laughs> is this in... This is at the border of, um, of Georgia. Of Georgia. Some other state. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he just, like, like I said, West ran out of gas and he didn't have any money anymore so he just left the car and walking into this restaurant and there's Gene Haas just chilling and he just happens to be a Chattanooga police officer. How convenient is that? Wow. It's pretty. That's yeah. fate. Seriously. <laughs> just in a Satan saving way. the day. Yeah. Or God, whatever. Someone. <laughs> Someone saves it. So he just walks up, can like, it's just like, arrest me. He sees Kirby's clothing on this guy. They've been out looking for the killers of Charles and Joey, they've connected it with the murder of Kirby, and there's just all this stuff. So it's just sort of perfect timing. So both men were tried, 
and found guilty of the murders of Charles Scudder, Joey Odom, and Kirby Phelps. Cool. Woohoo. All first degree. Awesome stuff. Uh, Brock tried to get a plea deal saying he was hallucinating on LSD at the time, but this was discounted due to the fact that the LSD wasn't touched by Brock on the night of the murders. So, uh, hmm, hmm, should have touched the LSD. (laughs) Clearly the missing finger. (laughs) So, um, and like I said, in one of the appeals, Brock tried to bring up the fact that the bullets ricocheted. Just so everyone is aware, the manor house is abandoned, but it still exists. Of course, many people say that the place is extremely haunted. um, And they also say that the grave site at which Charles and Joey are buried is also haunted. Because after um, the funeral home and the person who had, like, dealt with the two bodies, after he had dealt with them, he contracted mercury poisoning. And so for the people who don't know about mercury poisoning, (laughs) so mercury poisoning is also called the Mad Hatter's disease because back in the 1800s, people who made hats used mercury to line them. And mercury is a really poisonous substance. And so if you are in constant contact with it, you will lose your mind. So King George III of England was known as the Mad King, and most people think that he was considered mad because he wore a lot of things made and lined with mercury, and that messed up his brain. And um, so the person who dealt with Charles and Joey's bodies contracted this poison just by dealing with their bodies, which is weird. That's not very much contact. No, and people don't usually consist of a lot of mercury. So, uh, oh yeah, like, <laughs> I just totally skipped right past that. Yeah, so there were a lot of people who tried to explain this instance away, but I think it's because they were devil worshippers, probably. And you probably shouldn't worship the devil. Probably not. <laughs> just like in general, just I for mean, your own health and safety. Drink water, eat healthy foods, and don't worship Satan. <laughs> it's just like for good measure. Like, yeah, like, you know, just... it doesn't hurt to not do that. Yeah, exactly. So, if anyone wants to go see the remains of this house, you can. It's in a national forest. You can go and walk among the grounds. I personally am not going to do that. Sounds terrible. No, we're doing that. I don't think so. Yeah, we are. You're probably going to convince me to do it yes, for I our will. spring break. <laughs> Alternative spring break ghost hunting. Yes. In Chattanooga not County. going to <laughs> impoverished areas and helping people. No, of course not. We should just go ghost hunting because that'll improve society in yeah. all aspects. So, you know what? Yeah. We're just trying to be productive members. <laughs> yeah. Of our be, communities. Yeah, really involved. So... That is uh, the end of the murders at Corpsewood Manor. I hope you enjoyed the craziness <laughs> that happened in this five-part episode that I, I was did. not expecting. I don't care if they did, because <laughs> I did. <laughs> well, good. At least Randy did. And that's Randy, as in Miranda, and shortened for Randy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, thanks, thanks for, for listening. listening. Bye. Bye. We're going there.